Welcome to the AI-generated podcast. I'm your human host, Izzy. I'm a computer science and audio engineering student. And I'm your other human host, Kelsey, and I'm a fashion design professor. And Kelsey also makes the wreaths at the Christmas tree shop. So she goes to the factory and puts the wreaths together with her hands, and then she goes home. Um, I'm the only employee at the Christmas tree shop that is trained to make wreaths, and it's a big responsibility, and my hands are bleeding. Mm. We're being held against our will by a multinational corporation who won't let us go until we've taught their AI American popular culture. On today's episode, in hopes of freeing ourselves, we've given their AI all of the episodes of Phineas and Ferb, and we're generating new scenes from Phineas and Ferb. The AI generated podcast has been synchronously composed by a number of intelligent computer programs designed to mimic the tone of a data set of texts. This internet radio show seeks to harness this technology for meaningless tasks. I have a couple things of note, Kelsey, okay. for this episode. Yes. The first is that I just want to say, as an audio engineer, I'm recording on the most expensive mic I've ever touched, and it's a very exciting experience. And at the same time, Thrilling. there's a dude next to me in the studio who is listening at ear-splitting levels, so loud that you can hear it on this microphone. So I really should have picked the worst mic you know, <laughs> to record today. That's what I should have done. Is you, I should have done my laptop mic or whatever. <laughs> the second thing of note is that OpenAI has improved everything. Mm. They have improved their GPT-3 models as you do as an iterative kind of development process, but they have dramatically improved the efficiency of GPT-3, which means it's now cheaper, faster, and better <laughs> to do large language model processing. Nice. And you can tell. Today's episode is Phineas and Ferb, which I love. I'm a big Phineas and Ferb fan. And it's really good. Like, it's scary good. Which is good because I feel like, Kelsey, we've had a couple weeks in a row where we've had le- subpar results. What? <laughs> Yeah, come on, oh, Twilight. What? Twilight was atrocious. That was the way. <laughs> okay, I did not have that much time to generate the Twilight episode once. No, the AI. <laughs> I know that the AI was bad, AI. but also, like, I normally, when I'm generating, I normally do, like, 50 iterations or whatever, and I think I could only do, like... 10 there or something before mm. we were recording so just to defend uh the the twilight episode a little yeah so you think this is going to be better phineas and ferb yes oh the third thing i want to say okay. is that i just i think i should make a psa here which is that as a grown-ass adult you are more than welcome to go watch children's shows <laughs> just for fun of you course you totally are allowed to no one's no one's stopping you <laughs> I rediscovered how much I love watching the show. It was fun. I I hadn't watched it before, but I watched I watched an episode for the show. And it is it is really fun. I wasn't like a Disney Channel kid. I was like a Cartoon Network kid. Mm. And this was like not in my wheelhouse. Um, and this is also after your your childhood, I think. So I am looking at it, and it was released in 2007. But next week we're doing Adventure Time, and Adventure Time I think was released in 2009, and I was obsessed with Adventure Time and have watched the oh. majority of it. So it's not like I didn't like cartoons at this point. It's just like wasn't on my radar. For sure, for sure. It holds up. I don't think it's just me like being all nostalgic. Like, I, I think it's genuinely funny for all ages. It was funny. I liked the sister always trying to get them in trouble with the mom. It's funny. 
if you haven't seen any Phineas and Ferb, here's how it goes. So the episodes are only 10 minutes long, and there's always two plots happening at the same time. There's Phineas and Ferb, who are two kids who are also extraordinary engineers and can build crazy things in the morning. And the second subplot that's always happening is they have a pet platypus named Perry, Mm -hmm. who is secretly a secret agent who is fighting this guy named Dr. Doofenshmirtz, who runs this company called Dr. Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. (laughs) So the two plots are always intertwined, and something always happens between them. So Phineas and Ferb will be building a giant roller coaster, and Perry will blast through on a giant motorized something, and he's always foiling Dr. Doofenshmirtz. And Dr. Doofenshmirtz is kind of a parody of evil bad guys in superhero movies. So he's not actually a bad guy. He's just doing wacky, evil bad guy type things. Yeah, yeah. Should we get into it, Kelsey? Sure. Um, Okay, so we have uh, Phineas, Buford, Candace, and Baljeet. Baljeet. Who do you I can be, who do you want to be? Yeah. I'll be Phineas and Buford. And I'll be Candace and Baljeet. I think we probably shouldn't do a Baljeet impression. For, All right. I don't does he have an Indian accent? Yes, yeah. he does. And then we would be <laughs> we would be canceled. Um, I think we would be canceled, yeah. Phineas. I've made an invention that turns vegetables into candy. Doesn't that sound cool? In a way. Buford. Hey, maybe I should eat more veg. Aha! Ahem. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Ferb and I invented this amazing device that can turn anything into anything. It's called the Plot Twistinator. Candace. Cool, I can have anything I want. Well, not anything. The Plot Twistinator doesn't work on people. Candace runs away. Or animals. Or... Candace, she gets zapped away. Linda and Phineas get zapped off as well. And it doesn't work on inanimate objects, either. Guess I'll just eat this potato. Buford takes a fork and eats the potato. (laughs) Baljeet. I have a great inanimate object, he holds up a book. I'd like to offer up my new vegetarian cookbook, The Veggie Cookbook. Buford snatches the book from Baljeet. Cooking's not my scene. Hey, Dad, you want to see what we cooked? By the way, our inanimate object zappable machine isn't really... (coughs) He gets zapped as well. (laughs) Linda, okay, I'll just hang out here with Baljeet. Baljeet to Isabella. So what shall we do? Isabella, well, Baljeet, I know you're an expert on platonic relationships, but I can't think of anything to do. I know, we can practice for the tri-state ballet competition. Platonic. (laughs) What? I don't know. You didn't think this was as good as I was making it out to me? <laughs> um, I guess there is, like, a bit of plot happening here. So they're making a plot twistinator. I like that joke. That's funny. Um, and then they are zapping objects with the object zappable machine. But it's like there mm-hmm. are too many threads happening all at once. There's too many characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess that's kind of like what the shows are like it's like it's like snapping around from scene to scene really fast totally yeah totally um but the, i really like the bit about isabella so isabella is making fun of baljeet uh i know you're an expert on platonic relationships because there's a whole thing well the whole thing between isabella and phineas is that she has a crush on phineas and she's mm. always following him around and the big thing about baljeet is baljeet is like totally 
no no girls like him whatsoever. What um, is this? I know. I'm realizing is, now as I'm talking what? about that they're like that they're like kids. And what? <laughs> what? And like and like this is the second like Raj. It's the second Indian character that is classified as like cannot talk to women. Like does not do well with ladies. Like. Indian men are classified as, like, basically asexual in popular culture. This is what we're learning. Um, anyway, canceled. Kelsey, I did not I did not make the show. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Phineas and Ferb, canceled. We're canceling Phineas and Ferb, too? Yes. Um, all right, let's do the next one. All right, I got. I want to be doing Finishmers. Okay, and I'm Carl. Uh, this is only... Doofenshmirtz and Carl, I think. And then there's a, there's another scene with oh, Phineas is this the and same? Buford and Baljeet. Is that the same? It's the same scene. So okay. it's it's part of the same episode. Okay. So I'll be Buford. You can be Baljeet again. Okay. Doofenshmirtz. It all started when my aunt wouldn't let me wear girls' clothes. This is my prompt. <laughs> Carl. And then what? And then I had to use my rocket shoes to become a man. The scene shifts to the backyard. <laughs> flashback ends. So it's all in a flashback? I'm not the only one with a cheesy flashback. Dude humor. <laughs> I don't know why it says that in the in parentheses. <laughs> why would you ever wor use words like scabrous and palatory? I'm from Austria. Cut to the Flynn Fletcher house. Hey, Baljeet, is that your big brother making a big fire? Yes, yes it is. Ferb's big brother. He is a hero of legend, how he dealt with that giant serpent. Well, what can we go do to help? First, how do you pronounce Ferbs? Ferb. 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 Ferb! 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 Okay, Ferb, what's with our first plan of attack? We need to remove the obstacles that parry through in the way of the fire. Like what? Like, remove the giant oil drums. And? And put a giant cooling system underneath the fire so it doesn't burst. But what if we just put some gargantuan sprinklers all around it? Excellent idea, Belgi. Let's set a course. Cut back to the backyard. So after I became a man, I went to the greatest play that was ever written about men becoming men. When I come on stage, I strategically lock down my shoes and... Looks up. And I get to my cape caught in the ripples of the rocket shoes, sending me screaming into the void of space. So then what? So then I land on Penny the Platypus's front door, and he's so confused he lets me stay. Harry chatters. But what if he doesn't let you stay? Then I just come back with an army of other giant men. Right. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go take a nap. Oh, yes. Go get your nap. I'll be here all night. Bye. Bye. <sighs> <laughs> Cut back to the backyard. So, what are you going to do today? <laughs> are you Isabella and Phineas? I guess so. Well, we're going to make sure our big brother gets his award. Yeah. I heard they were holding a giant ceremony in Danville. That's right. We're going to hold a giant party for Buford. Sounds like fun. Cut back to the Finn Fletcher house. Well, here we are. Wow, this must be the biggest auditorium ever built for a party for a guy with big shoes. 
Yes, yes it is. I like how they plastered the wall with Big Brother is watching you. And they also put up a wall of security cameras. Now, not even my mother-in-law can get by it. Hey, where's Perry? And that's, that's the end of the scene. Nice, nice. That was a wild ride. I like the cuts yeah. back and forth. But it was able to keep continuity across the cuts, which is pretty That's interesting. That's what I was impressed yeah. about, which was it was able to keep the thread between yeah, scenes. Yeah, that, really, that was really impressive, honestly. Some of these situations were very fun, too. I like it. I like the bit where um, Buford and Baljeet just are saying furb at each other yeah, for like that's a, 10 times. Yeah, that's a classic. A classic. That's a classic thing. And I could see that happening in the show, too. Not even like that the AI is just getting repetitive, which it probably yeah. is as well. But I do think you could say furb for like two minutes on that show and it probably would still be funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, I'm excited about this next prompt. Isn't it a little early to start drinking alcohol? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is my prompt. So we have in this scene we have Carl, Isabella, Candace, Phineas, Ferb. Oh, Ferb line, a rare Ferb line. So Ferb in the show does not talk. Uh, oh. He only talks maybe one really? one line per episode, maybe at most. What's his voice like? Well, you'll have to wait, okay. won't you? <laughs> Are you going to be Phineas and Ferb? I'll just will continue be... to just be Carl. Um, no, I'll no, be no, Carl you can and be... Candace. Okay, great. All right, I'll be I'll be uh, Phineas and Ferb and Isabel. Okay. No, you should be Isabella. Okay. I'll be Isabella and Carl and Candace. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> we need another person for this. I know. We're doing our best. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I know. No, no. Okay, go ahead. Isabella. Isn't it a little early to start drinking alcohol? Carl. Nope. Fine, I'll have a soda. Okay, get a soda. Well, I don't know what they're arguing about, but yeah, I'm not having that. One soda, max. Phineas. Hey, Perry. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Ferb. I can't believe they're fighting over a soda. I feel like a third wheel. <laughs> Ferb zaps Candace into a superhero costume. Wait, where are you guys? Well, now you look like a true girl crusader. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Candace says, hey. Inside the lair. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz, he is down on the floor of the lair in his boxer shorts. Okay, now I need a five-minute cooldown. <laughs> in Candace's apartment. This isn't me. I don't care how this works. I'm going out there, and I'm going to show them who they're messing with. She leaves. Doofenshmirtz drops the remote down into the hyper-cooling-ators tube and presses the button. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> he gasps, and a second later, freezes. Oh no! Petty the platypus! You tricked me! I'm stuck here forever! He pants. So, what are you going to do now? Huh? Huh? He kicks the remote. <coughs> Perry chatters. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz. You know, it's one thing to be stuck in your own underwear, but... He settles himself down. See? This is what you get when, you know, you should try to have a little more fun. He sighs and lies down. <laughs> anyway, time to turn off these lights and go to sleep. He flaps the green hanging light on the ceiling off and switches it off. So in the one little episode I watched, or like I watched one episode that had two episodes in it. You know how those shows are formatted. I do know, I do know how it goes, um, yeah, yeah. There was a part where Doofenshmirtz was like picking up a remote and like 
then he would be like, no, this is the wrong remote. And then he would pick up another remote and he would be like, oh, no, this yes, is the wrong yes. remote, too. Is there yes. a lot of that in this show? Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. so it's, the trope is that he makes these crazy, complicated inventions that he doesn't know how to use or he misuses or like, you know, the cooling, <laughs> hyper coolingator is a classic name for a Doofenshmirtz invention. And then he's always, like, dropping remotes and, like, losing remotes for them yes, in particular. Yes. <laughs> okay. For sure, It's for very sure. funny. I like that bit. Um, I recently, uh, I got this thing, and you you and I both have tiles for our keys, right? We do, so, yes. So, um, like, you can call your keys from your phone. It's an ADHD thing. Yeah, it's an ADHD thing. Um, (laughs) So I always lose the remote control for the TV. It's another ADHD thing. And I recently bought a tile-like thing. It's not like as expensive as a tile, nor can you call it from your phone. It doesn't have any app. Um, But I I bought a thing that will beep. If I press a button, it will beep the remote. Um, And I'm very excited about it. It sounds like Doofenshmirtz might need this product. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You should you should market it. Um, so like, this is for Doofenshmirtz in yeah, particular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you lose stuff around your house all the time? All the time. Yeah. And I I really like the Doofenshmirtz character because I love the idea of a supervillain with executive functioning. Issues. Yeah, for sure. Like that is the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, because supervillains are always cast as like these, you know, more than human forces of evil. Yeah. But like in real, the supervillains in real life are still just people. You yeah. Know? Who probably lose the remote sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they probably have ADHD, you know, uh, just ADHD people are, are very cool and they could become supervillains if they wanted to. I also love that a common theme across all of his his inventions is not that he's so his goal is to take over the tri-state area. That's the joke. Is yeah, that's yeah. his ultimate goal. Not the world, just the tri-state area. <laughs> um, but all of his inventions are like mostly harmless. Like he mostly just wants to build something cool. He's just like a bothersome inventor neighbor. Um. Yeah, exactly. That's I love that. Yeah, it reminds me of you at camp. Uh, when you're like, Kelsey, can we build a gas-powered, chainsaw-driven go-kart, and can we let the campers drive it? And when I'm like... I seem, I, <laughs> I seem to remember pitching this exact idea to you a couple times, I'm like, actually. I'm like, no! <laughs> we should let the kids use chainsaws. The chainsaw oh is for God. real the most dangerous thing you can probably buy without some kind of license. Seriously. They are so ridiculously dangerous. Because I guess you need a license for a car. Um, yeah. So you're right. You're right. You don't need a license for a chainsaw. Maybe maybe you should. Yeah. Maybe you should. <laughs> have, have you ever used one, Kelsey? Yeah, actually. Um, I cut up a tree with one once. It is scary. I've used many saws, though. I wasn't I wasn't that freaked out by it. But it's something that, like, normally I don't think I would have been in a situation where I would have used one. This, I was with a guy who was like, you should try it out. He was like, like, you gotta <laughs> use this. So I was like, okay. But if I had been with, like, anyone else, they would have been like, I got, I, I'll do that for you, Kelsey, because I'm so... Um, klutzy and untrustworthy in general by the general lore of my life. <laughs> that, the lore. That guy didn't know me that well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, have you ever used a chainsaw? 
I have. It freaked me out. And I did it, and then I said, I'm done with this. And I usually like things that are... I like seeking thrills, but this is something where I was like, this isn't even a thrill. This is like just dangerous. <laughs> I think that kind of stuff can be really scary for people with ADHD too. Cause like, if you like, if you don't trust yourself to like have focus the whole time, it's yeah. scary. Yeah. They're not for everyone. Chain, chains, chainsaws. They're not for everyone. <laughs> should be a, you should, yeah. You should be in the marketing department and like black and Decker or something. Yeah. Yeah. For chainsaws and for that, remote that I was pitching a minute ago. <laughs> I think they would they would love it if you marketed to the public as chainsaws. They're not for everyone. They're not for everyone. But they are for someone. And that's someone For loggers. People who cut down trees. <laughs> it might be you. Maybe you're a logger. If so it could it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> um I really want to make this commercial now actually. I have like a strong vibe for what the commercial would look like. <laughs> you should you should record it and I'll I'll turn it into a commercial. So just do the dialogue right now. Okay. <laughs> Chainsaws. They're not for everyone, but they might be for you. Are you a logger? Are you cutting down trees every day? Then you might need a chainsaw. If you don't cut down trees every day, I would suggest not buying a chainsaw. Instead, call a logger. Visit chainsaws.com today and use code AIGeneratedPod for 2% off your next chainsaw. Chainsaws.com is not liable for any non-loggers using chainsaws and getting injured. If you aren't a logger and you use a chainsaw and you get injured, we will not refund you any money for your chainsaw or your injury. So, it sucks for you. Is that good? No? It's perfect. Okay. <laughs> um... I've pitched, I've wanted to do fake ads in this. I've pitched this before. I'm glad we're finally doing one. <laughs> um, you can follow us at AI Generated Pod on all relevant platforms. Our email is theaigeneratedpodcast at gmail.com. I want to give a big shout out to the fans mm, who transcribe mm-hmm. the episodes for, because this show would not be possible without people going out and transcribing by hand all of these shows that they love. Um, and usually I do a lot of processing to them to kind of normalize and standardize, but I don't know who was on this project, but the Phineas and Ferb fans transcribed every single episode, like to Hollywood standards and I couldn't (laughs) believe it. So it was really easy for me to just come in and, and train the models. So thanks to the uh, Phineas and Ferb community. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Thank you. I did the processing and model training. I also produced the show and wrote the music. Ellie Baker and I designed the thumbnail. Thanks to the people over at OpenAI working on GPT-3 for making the API that we use on the show. This show was unwillingly solicited by our corporate overlords at Dover Demon Incorporated.